0: You're listening to a special edition of Team Talk here on ESPN Radio 1017. The team is, we have the honor and pleasure of spending some time with the legendary boys basketball coach at Albuquerque High, Jim Holzman. He's with us here for a special edition of Team Talk as we get caught up, share some stories, catch up with some of his old friends, and really just enjoy this time here as part of the show. Let's get back to it. It's Team Talk with the legend Jim Holzman here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. This is my hometown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to a special edition of Team Talk. Joe O'Neill, Sam Hauser, the legendary coach, Jim Holzman in studio, our coach David Williams alongside. So let's bridge this gap, Coach Williams, before
1: he got to be the head coach at Albuquerque High in 1969. Well, Coach Holzman is uh, he's advancing in his career. He's found his niche. He wants to be a teacher and a coach, and he shared a story with me that he had gone to Zia Elementary School to see the principal because he had heard that there was a large number of overflow students, and they might need some help, and Coach Hulsman was advised to go out onto the playground and find the uh, PE teacher who was the legendary to become Bill Gentry. And I'll let Coach Halsman take it from finding Coach Gentry out with a tetherball group and what he did
2: from there. Oh, I tell you, I reported in to Bill Reardon, the principal. He liked me, and he was a batan veteran, World War II and he says, go out and meet my other P.E. man. So I went out to see the other P.E. man, and was Bill Gentry. And he was out there with the first graders hitting the tether ball. <laughs> now, Bill was clobbering them, you know, and they were all learning pretty doggone well. So I introduced myself to Bill, and I says, I've been asked to be your assistant up here. He says, can you hit a tether ball? <laughs> well, we went out there and... Uh, on a cold, cold day, we couldn't go outside to play tetherball. <laughs> so we went down by the furnace in the Zia School, and we sat there and drew up football plays. So pretty soon, he says, you know a little bit about football. Yeah. He said, why don't you be my assistant? Well, we don't have a sport here in football at the Zia School. He says, why isn't it even? So he went up to Monroe, and uh, he was the head football coach all by himself. He called me and says, Come on up, help me. I went up and helped him. Well, pretty soon he got the job at Highland, and I stayed with him to be his assistant at Highland High. Well, that was a breakthrough, And uh, but Bill and I were traveling about the same speed, nowhere. <laughs> we got up there, and we remained close friends. We had a wonderful time, good friendship. And I went to Albuquerque High. He went to Highland first Time, the Bulldogs played the Hornets in football. We won the ball game. And Bill came up to me afterwards, shook hands with you. He said, I should have listened to you. <laughs> <laughs> but now your first,
1: your first contract teaching job is going to be at Washington Junior yeah, High. Yeah,
2: I was down there at Washington. You know what, in junior high, you teach all day. You do all the things you're supposed to do as a classroom teacher. Then you have to go out and play Football, basketball. So I coached football and basketball. Ted Foster was with me. Ted was the head football coach. He helped me in basketball. And we worked this continuation, you know, with each other. And uh, it was a great experience.
1: And what was the next step to Albuquerque High?
2: Well, knowing somebody there (laughs) to get you in. And I knew from my own personal experience of playing at Albuquerque, years before, Tony Valdez. And. He introduced me to Bill Wright. Bill Wright had been controlling me, we'll say, at John Adams as a substitute each year. So I went in there, and uh, who knows? Bill Wright became the principal at Albuquerque High. He remembered me at John Adams. And we put it all together, and he called me, and they gave me the job. So I was named the head track coach, assistant football, and assistant basketball. And what year is that? That would have been 1959-16. So that
1: leads to the next step that a lot of people want to know about. Who did you replace as the head coach in basketball at Albuquerque high? And what year did you take over?
2: Hey, that was George fair. I replaced George about 1969 George later on retired and I got the job and it was a pretty interesting job because the program wasn't really going anyplace. any place. They told me, see if you can get it going jack it up. Well, I went up and jacked it up. We did pretty good. We won that state championship two years after I got the job, but I had great people. But
1: coach, you also told me a great thing you related. I think your first opportunity in the pit was against the Hobbs Eagles and coach Tasker and their press.
2: Ooh! But
1: I think it's important (laughs) after your ooh is to say that after the result of that, you practiced against the press every day. Well, it was
2: kind of interesting that I held the Hobbs-Eagles, I think, to 106 points <laughs> in a state championship game. And this was down in Las Cruces. Came back to Albuquerque, and it was in my home court, the pit. Albuquerque High playing in a state championship game it hadn't been 25 years. Since. right? So I went in there, and uh, we decided we are going to play it my way. And I know how Coach Tasker worked. He was going to run me off the court. I wasn't going to let him run off the court. So we went out there and we played a magnificent ball game. We won it 71-70, to I think. I got him playing my ball game. Well, he and I continued this rivalry for some years, and it was a magnificent rivalry. We sold out the place every time we had a chance, but we won.
0: (laughs) So you played Hobbs the previous year. You won it in 72, but you had played him the previous year in the state tournament, and that's the game where their press had a lot of success for you, but you were ready for it the next year and were able to pay him back in the pit.
2: 106 to 96, something like that. Wow. And I wasn't going to let that happen again. And we went out there, and we played a magnificent ball game. I had my own back. He graduated some of his. There you go. So experience meant a lot.
0: As we mentioned, we've got a bunch of people that are contributing to this special edition of Team Talk here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. And speaking of those state championships, Coach Halsman won seven of them. One of those players won a state championship as a Bulldog, Miguel Titman. He was a star for the Bulldogs. He went to New Mexico Highlands, and then he played professionally, but he... Can't stop talking about what it was like to play for Coach Jim Holzman. Miguel Tippmann, say hello to Coach Holzman.
3: Coach, how you doing? It's really good to talk to you. Can you still <laughs> dunk, Miguel? Uh, I could on my on my last birthday, which was almost a year ago, my forty third birthday. I could, so I try to check every every year, and uh, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll let you know on October thirteenth whether we're, we're still successful or not. Hey, we had
2: a good time, didn't we?
3: We we had a great time, Coach, and it was uh it was the atmosphere and the environment that you provided that made it that way and it involved it involved everybody at every level the community um, it involved uh, the school it involved the athletics the whole the whole student body uh, it was just really a really special time in Albuquerque I basketball and I'm just I feel fortunate to be a part of it and I thank you for, for allowing me to do that
2: well you got allowed to be doing that because you were one great basketball player <laughs> you uh, know uh but- have people like you and Joe Murphy and a few people actually, we had some wonderful people that wanted to excel, try hard, and work hard, and be there all the time.
3: Well, I, when when people bring up that '95 state championship team, I'll always say that that's the best high school basketball team New Mexico has ever comprised, and and I believe it's because of that. We had every aspect, uh, whether it was the you know the, the gritty go getters like Joe Murphy and Brian Blaskovitz. We had the stars, of course, like Damon Jenkins and Kenny Thomas, who was a NBA All Star. Um, we had a, a, six, a front court that was six, was six, seven, and six, eight, and we had a freshman phenom and Brandon Sharks that came off the bench and um, really put in that spark. So we we had every aspect, and I'm just I really feel really fortunate to be part of such a special team.
0: Miguel, talk about the practices. Talk about the pride in Bulldog City. You experienced that under Coach Holzman. You were there every night with him in his green blazer and white turtleneck. What was it like to play for Coach Holzman? It was.
3: Really special is, is, you know, the best way I can put it. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's really hard to quantify because I think I was there at a time when it was really – Albuquerque High basketball was at, at its height. Um, and it was – you could feel it everywhere. You could feel it from the staff, from the faculty. You could feel it from the student body. You could feel it from the community. Everybody wanted to be at Albuquerque High basketball games. Um, practices were, you know, some of them were difficult. Obviously, there was a lot of discipline. There was a lot of fitness involved. Um, but that kind of lent towards the type, the, the kind of kids that we had. We all needed that kind of structure. We all needed that kind of that disciplinary environment to um, to help us excel. And I think it really did, and it, it allowed a lot of a lot of uh, young athletes, the young local Albuquerque kids, to kind of to be their best version of themselves. Back when we were eighteen, and. Um, it, it, it lent towards just having a, a really, really good team that year in 1995.
0: Coach Miguel played in 95, but you were probably doing the same, a lot of the same things you did when you started at Albuquerque High in the 1969 that you were doing in practice there in the mid-90s.
2: Well, we did a lot of things exactly the same way, but at the same time, we improvised in a lot of talent. You had to coach according to the talent of your ball player. Now, Miguel had an awful lot of talent and he could play individually, and it sure made a job easier for the coach. All right, Miguel, before we let you go, I mean, your success
0: professionally, you're a captain with Albuquerque Fire Rescue. How do the things that Coach Holzman taught you back uh, in your days at Albuquerque High has helped you along the way, Miguel?
3: Well, I'll tell you what, um, the The biggest thing is the, the kind of the – Historical context that we were able to not, he, he didn't necessarily need to talk about it, but we could feel it. We could feel it when we walked in that gym that there was a history in that gym. There was, there was basketball players that came before us that we, when we donned that Kelly green and white, that it was special and that we had to represent our community and the people that wore that jersey before us. And here's, here's a kind of funny story. People don't really believe this, but when we used to watch film and when we would watch film, sometimes Coach Oldman would pop in tapes of, of a flex offense in 1984 <laughs> from one of his teams. And a lot of us, you know, at the time didn't really realize what the context were Why we were watching, you know, maybe it was Greg Brown's team or, or one of the older, older bulldog teams. But, you know, really after we all graduated, we understood the context of what he was instilling in us with that pride and that history. And a lot of it had to do with some of the X's and O's that, that we were talking about, Because it was the same coach, whether it was coach Castillo, La Cueva that ran the same offense. Um, but there was, there was a lot of history. If that's what I took away the most, is, and, and it's really, really important to me to be a part of that, that history, and, and Coach Holden is, is the, the biggest part of that.
0: All right, Miguel, thank you so much. You want to say goodbye to Miguel? Uh, yeah, you
3: know,
2: Miguel, you kind of earned it yourself a little bit, you know. It isn't every day a guy has a chance to coach a guy six feet seven inches tall. Yeah, he loved to rebound. All right. Thank you so much, Miguel. He loved to
0: do everything. A, a heck of a player with the Bulldogs again at New Mexico Highlands as well. And then he played it professionally, I think, in Ireland. He mentioned wearing the Kelly Green colors, okay? So that was such a part of, of what you guys were all about. I mentioned the green blazer and the white turtleneck and you had that community embrace green,
2: coach. Well, I tell you, it was given to me by a couple men long before me, Charlie Renfro, F.M. Wilson. They had green and white in their colors back to 1921. I just carried on. You weren't going to change that.
0: He's even in here wearing his, his green colored glasses. All right. We're going to take another break. We're almost ready to wrap things up here. It's a special edition of Team Talk. We've got one more special guest, and then we'll get some final thoughts. Our special edition of Team Talk with the legend Jim Holzman, the former boys' basketball coach at Albuquerque High for more than 30 years. He's with us here on Team Talk, and the show continues next on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team.